Hello and welcome to A Daily Purpose Bible Study and Devotional, a podcast by Our Given Purpose. I am Tori, your host. Please take a moment to share this podcast with a friend and let others know they can find A Daily Purpose on all major podcasting platforms and on YouTube. If you have your Bibles, let us open today's session with a portion of the assigned reading. Turn with me to the book of Judges, chapter 8. Judges, chapter 8, verses 28 through 35. So Midian was subdued and humbled before the sons of Israel, and they no longer lifted up their heads in pride, and the land was at rest for forty years in the days of Gideon. Gideon, the son of Joash, went and lived in his own house. Now Gideon had seventy sons born to him because he had many wives. And his concubine, who was in Shechem, also bore him a son, whom he named Abimelech. Gideon, the son of Joash, died at a good advanced age and was buried in the tomb of Joash, his father, in Ophrah of the Abizrites. Then it came about, as soon as Gideon was dead, that the Israelites again played the prostitute with the Baals and made Baal Bareth their god. And the Israelites did not remember the Lord their God, who had rescued them from the hand of all their enemies on every side, nor did they show kindness to the family of Gideon in return for all the good that he had done for Israel. Lord, thank you for the reading of your word. That was Judges chapter 8, verses 28 through 35. For our Bible study section, before reading today's devotional from contributing writer Megan Martin, let's summarize Judges chapters 8 and 9. And then let's talk about the cycle of idolatry, repentance, and deliverance. Judges 8 and 9 tells the story of Gideon's sons, particularly Abimelech, who rises in power in Shechem after convincing the people to make him king. He kills all his brothers except for one, Jotham, who curses him and the people who supported him. Abimelech reigns as king for three years until he is killed by a woman who drops a millstone on his head. Jotham's curse comes true as the people of Shechem are soon overtaken by their enemies. So in the passage that I just read, Judges chapter 8 verses 28 through 35, we see the aftermath of Gideon's victory over the Midianites. Now, instead of giving thanks and glory to God for his deliverance, the Israelites fell into idolatry and sin, worshiping the gold epod that Gideon had made. This passage teaches us important lessons about the dangers of idolatry and sin in our lives. So first, we must recognize that idolatry can take many forms. The Israelites did not abandon their faith in God altogether, but they added to it, worshiping the epod as well. In the same way, we may not completely turn away from God, but we can easily fall into the trap of idolizing things like money, success, relationships, or even our own opinions and beliefs. When we elevate anything above God in our hearts, we are guilty of idolatry. 
Second, we must understand that sin always has consequences. The Israelites' idolatry did not go unnoticed by God, and it led to strife and conflict among themselves. In similar ways, our sins have consequences in our lives and can harm our relationships with God and others. It is important to recognize the seriousness of sin and seek repentance and forgiveness when we fall short. And third, we must remember to give God the glory and honor He deserves instead of worshiping the epod. The Israelites should have praised and thanked God for His deliverance, and we too must constantly give thanks and praise to God for all that He has done for us. When we keep our focus on God, we are less likely to fall into the trap of idolatry and sin. Deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom. Hmm. Judges chapter 8, this passage between 28 and 35, reminds us of the dangers of idolatry and sin. We must be vigilant to recognize the many forms that idolatry can take, understand the consequences, and constantly give God the glory and honor He deserves. Let us strive to keep our hearts and minds focused on Him and seek His guidance in all that we do. Dear friends, let's turn our attention to hear what contributing writer Megan Martin received from today's assigned passages. Guiding Scripture, Judges chapter 8, verse 27. Gideon made the gold into an epod which he placed in Ophrah his town. All Israel prostituted themselves by worshiping it there, and it became a snare to Gideon and his family. When the Battle is Over by contributing writer Megan Martin Sometimes in life we are knowingly fighting spiritual battles. These battles come in so many different forms, don't they? Sometimes it's in addictions, abuse, anger, relationships, hardships. Truly, the list can go on and on. I won't spend too much time talking about these battles because that's not the focus for us today. But the truth is, as Christ followers, we know how to combat those battles, don't we? I'm not saying they're easy fights, but we learn to pull out Ephesians 6, 11 through 17, the whole armor of God. We know that our battle is lost without God, so we fight fervently, clinging to the Lord, and we are victorious in Him. We're like Gideon in those moments. Gideon, though he wasn't perfect, excelled in the moments of spiritual battle. He listened to God and fought, standing in the faith that God was with him. And because of that faith, he witnessed astonishing God moments. But after the victory, after the celebrations and congratulations, Gideon struggled after returning to everyday life. See, Gideon was an awesome God follower in the heart of the moment at the points of faith highs, but he struggled in the day-to-day living of a godly life. He didn't know how to handle the mundane, and he became complacent. Dear Saint, are you complacent in your life? Are you struggling to stay on fire for God? 
My prayer for you today is that you will never be less faithful in the daily grind than you are in the times when your spiritual sword is flying. Please join me in prayer. Father God in heaven, may we always love and live for you with zeal. I pray that I will use all the armor you've given me to stand victorious in you. And I pray that I will keep that same tenacity when my life is calm. Lord, may I live for you just the same in my everyday life as I do during the battles. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. When the Battle is Over by Contributing Writer Megan Martin One of the greatest joys of studying the Bible is the opportunity to share our insights with others. As we journey through the Bible in a year, you can join us on YouTube or your favorite podcasting app for an uplifting message, motivation, Bible reading, and create discipline. These devotionals offer the perfect chance to initiate a conversation about God's Word. For more ministry resources, please visit OurGivenPurpose.com. We are deeply grateful to all those who support our ministry and podcast. Your donations allow us to provide this valuable content. We would be honored to have you as part of the Our Given Purpose family. If you feel led to contribute financially and become part of the Our Given Purpose ministry through a one-time or monthly contribution, you will help us spread God's message and connect with people all over the world. Remember, you have seeds to sprinkle and don't lose sight of the ones falling on you. Where will they grow? By the road and shallow soil in the thickets? Or will they find a home and good soil to flourish and produce a good work? What God has begun in you, He will complete. Have faith and be bold. Thank you for listening to today's devotional by contributing writer Megan Martin. Please visit OurGivenPurpose.com to get on our phenomenal mailing list, connect with our contributing writers, partner with Our Given Purpose, and of course, to share. Share this podcast with a friend right now.